Hi guys, this is Una from uok.com.au and uh, remember to subscribe so you'll be the first person to receive the latest episode. And I have a guest here today. Hi. This is Mitch, my friend. And it's lovely to be here. Yeah. I'm wondering, who is Mitch? I'm Mitch. I, I said before, um, people define themselves by what they do. Right. But I'm not asking that. I'm just asking, who is Mitch? I'm Mitch. I'm sarcastic. I have no filter. I say what I think. <laughs> you just go straight to I the point. I just go straight to the point. I don't muck around. Um, but I do muck around. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite too. Yeah. But that's me. I'm Mitch. <laughs> just me. Okay. How is it being Mitch though? And I'm talking also about what you do. You are a student, aren't you? Yes. So generally, just how is it being Mitch? Um, well, you're asking for a day of the life or my thought pattern? Yeah, whatever. Like. Well, a day in my life is mainly split between university and um, other hobby activities and now, I guess, work because I just picked up a job again. What? What kind of job? Uh, a video editor. I'm working... I used to work at a place called um, Disbank um, where we convert old um, media formats, so like your old VHS tapes, film, mm-hmm. um, vinyl, cassette tapes, all that stuff, and I've recently just gone back and got a job again with them on a casual time basis just to fit in with my uni. Do they do, still do that? I thought uh, yep, they all still the do v- that. VHS were... Oh, we're done with and stuff. No, you'd be surprised how many still exist and people want them now because they, they film all their family moments and they put them onto VHS tapes and now they want to preserve them forever because obviously VHS tapes, they disintegrate over time. So they bring them to us and we convert them to digital so they don't do... But I'll tell you, I feel they are better than the CDs though. Like, I get so frustrated when I'm trying to watch a movie. Yeah. When we had the tapes, I could always fix it. Yeah. But the disc, you can't fix. Exactly, yeah. It's the same with digital now. If you um, the digital file gets corrupted, it's all over, basically. There's no fixing it. Yeah, that's crap. Hmm. So you are a student, yes? Yes. And what are you studying? I'm studying international relations and sustainable development. It's just uh, when you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it sounds more impressive than it is, but it's basically just like 50% economics and 50% um, um, politics, just fused into one. Yeah. yeah. But what what is your favorite thing? Because I know you do a lot of things. You do and, um, videos, you do DJ, you do... you. I take computers apart and put them together. Yep. You, you do graphics, and now politics. Yeah. What is your favorite thing, though? Well, it's it's funny you should say that because I initially thought that um, because I I liked making videos and and I pretty much was very tech inclined, so yeah. I liked toying and tinkering with electronics things, and that sort of led me to video editing. And so I thought that was going to be my future career. And so I went and um, I did a, um, I did TAFE. Yeah, that's and then I where went, we met. Yeah, I went to uni to do uh, after TAFE mm-hmm. to um, do um, a diploma in 
mass communications, mm. um, majoring into the film side of things. But um, when I got a job and started to do it, you know, nine to five every day, yeah. it started to take the wonder and luster out of it for oh, me. Yeah. And that's when I realized that video editing and technology and all that, that side of me was more of a hobby, mm. something that I enjoyed and I didn't want to take the enjoyment out of it. So mm-hmm. um, I did that thing where, you know, you go on a holiday for three months in a foreign country and you find yourself. Mm. Um, and I figured out that, um, what else do I like? Um, I like economics. Well, I, I don't necessarily like economics, but I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I got ducks in economics in high school. Mm. Um, so economics is one. I like traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I like politics. I like talking about politics. I like arguing about politics. Really? Yep. Um, so I sort of put all these things together and I was like, what is going to be a job that I can tolerate doing, enjoy it, but also enjoy doing it over a long period of time. And that's when I settled on, it's probably going to be something in the international relations realm. So, uh, and I'm obviously also passionate about protecting the environment. So that's why I'm doing sustainable development alongside of it. So mm-hmm. my future goal I guess you could say is to do something where I can affect policy change in Australia Mm. but at the same time have the knowledge behind me to do it in a sustainable way where we're moving forward with sustainable energy and um, protecting the environment and things like that so that we can continue advancing but also not destroying ourselves at the same time. Wow, sounds cool. Mm -hmm. And you'll probably on the help us in some way because you're straightforward you tell people <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse I think yeah well you don't make friends easily when you just tell them things straight up but when you find the right people who understand when you're saying something to them it sounds mean but you say it with a you mean it in a good way mm-hmm. um, so it's a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. so a lot of my close friends appreciate that side of me mm-hmm. but also there's the people I just meet are probably a bit like that guy's a bit mm-hmm. a bit too too straightforward for yeah. me can't handle him but yeah I, I don't mind if um, some people say you need to have that sort of mentality to get into politics so well I can relate because you know that I can be straightforward too and yeah. stuff like that people, it's probably why we get along so well isn't yeah it? well the people sometimes they're like whoa yeah. like she is not <laughs> crazy exactly but what I've also been thinking about is like if it is a job you can't take it personally exactly you have yeah. to separate your work life with your your personal life yes yeah and we can't get hurt if anyone, someone tells you something and you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't cry. No. Really? Only by myself. Oh, yeah. When no one's watching. Yeah. Well, I cry and I cry sometimes in front of my girls. Yeah. Like, and the, yeah, well. It's a tough thing seeing your mother cry. Yeah, but the thing is, though, they need to learn that uh, it's all right to cry. Yeah. You can't, you know, can't go through life with just being tough all of the time. Yeah, I learned that I have to let my emotions out. Yeah. You can't bottle them up. No. What happens if you bottle them up? Well, it's just like a pressure chamber. Eventually it all bursts out, and when it bursts out, you do something you regret. Okay. If you let it out little bit, little bit by little bit, it's, um, it's manageable. Yeah. You know, it obviously sucks to feel bad. Yeah. It sucks to cry. Yeah. But if you let it out you get over it sooner yeah. and you don't have this like constant pressure in the back of your head 
you've got these thoughts going around in a loop constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they get too much, they come out and then you end up hurting someone or mm. you lash out violently or you do something you, you regret. Yeah. So. Have you done that? Um, no, but I've gotten very close to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is um, correct. And that's why it's probably also good that we are honest because then we have less things to bottle up inside, isn't it? Exactly. I think that's what I've developed as my defense mechanism is rather than hiding things, I've just decided to let everything out. People don't like that, that's okay, because yeah. it helps me at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what we are here for. Yeah. We are here for to help ourselves and be kind to ourselves and give ourselves a cuddle and kisses and <laughs> all of that. If you can't tell now, Una's making me feel very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> You know how I am. Okay. Your dream life. Mm-hmm. This is Mitz, the god of the universe. Yes, I'm floating in space right now. <laughs> Me and my no-nos and my two beady little eyes. And Be what? Beady. What's that? Like, um, it's very s small and circular. Like what you see on a teddy bear, just beady little eyes. Oh, yeah, the eyes. Yeah. No, actually, I like you there. I'm, I'm not very artistically inclined in terms of my hands, but... Um, I think this looks great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm chuffed with it. Yeah. This is better than what I thought it would turn out to be. Mm. So tell me a little bit about this. What are you doing here on the top of the world? Well... I like to think of myself as a man of the world. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't mean I don't feel like um, that Australia is home. Australia is obviously home. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I feel like there should be some greater sense that we all live on the earth. Mm -hmm. We don't live in America or mm -hmm. live in Australia or live in Iceland. Mm -hmm. We live on the earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And um, so I feel like my home is wherever I'm at. Yeah. And wherever I feel comfortable rather than having any sort of um, connection to my home country although I, I am Australian yeah I don't want to get rid of that part of me but yeah. um, but you are also English aren't you well my my family is I think eighth generation Australian mm. so we go back pretty much to the the start of European settlement in mm. Australia so in terms of being um, and a Anglo-Saxon Australian, I'm very much Australian. Mm -hmm. um, but my family, my family history goes back into um, to England, obviously, mm -hmm. as do a lot of Australians. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, the Earth is our everyone's home, isn't it? Is that the right, right way to yeah. say? It? It's, yeah, we share it together and we need to take care of it, like our just back garden, like with mess and stuff like that, yep. don't we? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing there, though? Well, um, I've, I've drawn a, a little plane that's circling the earth, um, and I've written travel down. Um, mm -hmm. These are two things that are very important to me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't see travel as a holiday. I see travel as an experience. Mm. 
and an experience that is more valuable than money or more valuable than education. Um, just, you know, meeting people and talking to them, mm. you get so much value out of that mm-hmm. versus sitting in a classroom and having someone tell you what to think. Mm-hmm. Not that I, again, I don't want to throw away my education, but... But do you think feel people are, are interesting or boring? I feel like some people are interesting. Mm. Um, I feel, Actually, no, I take that back. Everyone is interesting, mm. but some people don't want to be interesting. Oh, what do you mean by that? I mean that um, if you talk to somebody and they don't want to engage with you, they won't engage with you and they won't be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's fine. Sometimes I just feel like I want to sit at home and eat a bag of chips and watch Netflix. Yeah. And... You know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I talk to somebody, I want to give it my all. And, you know, if they want to ask a question about mm. me, I want to answer truthfully rather than have this facade up that everybody expects yeah. you have in day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, and that's why traveling is great because when you're in a foreign country, it's almost like you can be your real self. Because mm-hmm. when you're in your home country or your home city, mm-hmm. you need to... Everyone expects something of you. Yes. Whereas when you're in a foreign country, um, I mean, I guess people expect something of you, but if you make a mistake, it doesn't matter because you're not going to see those people again. You can be whoever you want to be. Exactly. Well, not even that. You can just be your real self. Yes. Um, Because at the end of the day, um, if you meet someone and they don't like you or you have a bad experience, that's fine. You you go on to the next place. You can't exactly do that in your your home country. Or your home city, because there is a, a higher likelihood that you're going to run into those people again, right? Yeah. Well, um, I, I had that experience when I was uh, younger, and uh, coming from Iceland, a tiny island, you were like, what you're saying is like... Um, yeah, yeah, I can't I was, imagine what it felt like for you in Iceland. Yeah, and then I went to London all by myself. I've never gone in a train or anything, because we don't have train in Iceland. And I just went there, and all by myself and I was like oh my god this is so cool so I got this black hat it was a winter and with a big yellow flower on and I walked around all London with this big yellow flower and I, I thought I would never have done that in that Iceland yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly I, I just got back from the UK yeah. um, and the amount of things Silly things that I got up to, mm. wink, wink, yeah. silly things. Um, it, um, I wouldn't dare do that here. Yeah. Um, what did you do? Oh, um, things that shall not be named on really? air. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm a uni student, right? I'm, I'm 24. Yeah. You get up to some shenanigans when you're on exchange yeah. to a, a foreign um, country. So, um, I made the most of it. Yeah. the best I could in terms of getting away with things that I really? wouldn't have got away with in Australia. So, I would like to be uh, be on the, the wall there. Yeah. Um, to see what meets gets up. Well, that was the point, right? You couldn't be a bee on the wall, so I could just let loose. Yeah. Yep. Financially stable. Yep. I think that's... Um, a lot of people just want to be rich, I think. But I'm... Um, I have more um, moderate goals of being financially well, stable. For me, if I want to be rich it's just so I can give more yeah like to well I will be giving yeah I'll be giving I'll be giving with my with my mind yeah and by informing policy change and invent 
Yeah, I want to invent solutions to problems that right, exist. Right, right, right. That's cool. For example, um, we have an energy problem right now, um, global warming. Yeah. We, um, we can't rely on renewables just yet because they're not as, as efficient as we need them to be. Mm -hmm. So we need to invent a way, um, a, a good um, middle point where we can get the energy that we need but at the same time not pollute. So you should go to Iceland because the energy there is nearly free. You have ge geothermal, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so we cool. don't have that here in Australia. No, but we can have like a, a cord send it over to Australia so we can plug in here. Right. A giant cord. <laughs> well, well, maybe New Zealand has something because I'm told that New Zealand and Iceland is... Yeah, it's, um, it's not enough though. They're geothermal. No? For, for us, anyway. Oh. Um, it, it's not just a problem in Australia. Obviously, I would be working for the Australian government and so my solution would be for the Australian um, public or the Australian government to use to yeah. fix the problems in Australia, but it could also be used elsewhere as well. Mm -hmm. um, but um, we, we need to pick a... What if we have... For example, nuclear power. We, we are told... I was told. Yeah. I, I don't know about it. But we have a lot of water. Is it up north? Something in the mining, they use a lot of water just to clean the machines and everything. Yeah. And that, at one point they were talking about having pipes coming down here with water. Right. Would, could we, if we would do, would do that, make pipes coming with water, could we harvest the energy of that? Um, they do already. Um, they do? But it's not a lot. It's not enough. Mm. Um, and that's, the, the problem is we, we could... We could create all of our energy from um, from hydro mm -hmm. if we wanted to, mm -hmm. but hydro power plants cost a lot of money, mm -hmm. um, the money we don't have. Mm -hmm. So we need to find a, an alternative that we can afford mm -hmm. and that works for both the environment and for the people that live on this planet. Mm. Yeah, well, we can uh, talk about that endlessly. Yes, we could. H hence your job that you are exactly. seeking for. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Multilingual. Multilingual. Yeah. Do you speak other languages? Um, skashi nihongo ga hanashimasu. Ooh. <laughs> that, that basically just means I speak a little bit of Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Is it for you that you want to learn more? Or? Um, well, I, I never had this idea in my head until I went to Japan for the first time. Um, we went to Japan because our family sort of all agreed that that was one place that we all wanted to go yeah. and I had no intention of learning language I was just going to go for a holiday mm -hmm. um, but when I got there and it was such a culture shock because in Japan it's that well a lot of the population doesn't speak English yeah so you have to communicate in their language to mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. and so we had a little book of survival mm -hmm. phrases mm -hmm. right and so I found it quite interesting going through this book of survival phrases and trying to you know order a order some food at a restaurant or pay for something or ask directions or mm. where is the toilet mm -hmm. um, and I, I got hooked on that mm. on, on trying to communicate with people that otherwise I wouldn't be able to communicate with mm. um, and so when I got back to Australia I was like I'm going to learn some more Japanese and mm -hmm. I did I uh, went to TAFE and did some Jap Japanese lessons I and can teach you a few words in Icelandic is in Icelandic exactly <laughs> Um, but yeah, I want to be multilingual. Yeah. Um, Make an impact. Yeah. And a, a, what's that? A A S I C or ASIC is the Australian Security Intelligence. It's cool. like the um, it's like the CIA of Australia, basically. Ooh. 
uh, and DFAT is the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. So oh. these two departments are the two departments that take care of a lot of diplomacy um, and a lot of um, trade deals and foreign policy. Have you reached out to them yet? Or? Uh, well, they won't take me unless I have a degree. So mm. my degree is up in a year. Well, I get my degree in a year. So after that, then I will be contacting these two departments to see if they want to hire me for a job. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Exciting times ahead. Well, I hope so, yeah. Mm. So, my last question. Mm -hmm. Are you on the path of making your dreams come true? Uh, yes. Um, a lot of this stuff uh, um, revolves around me getting this degree. Mm -hmm. um, and my grades are really good. Mm -hmm. um, so, with any luck, if I keep keep my grades up this this year, I'll be asked back for honours. Mm -hmm. Wow! And then I can do do the honours, and um, then I'll be in a really good position to apply for a job at ASIC or DFAT. And once I'm there, they will um, well, depending on where I work and and what role I'm at. Um, the dream is being a diplomat. Um, they'll post me in a foreign country and teach me that language, and mm. I'll, I'll probably be shadowing an actual diplomat for for a few years. And well, I'll come and visit you. Right, <laughs> wherever I get posted in the world, that is. Yes, and also if you need a recommendation, I can write something for you. Oh, that's very nice of you. <laughs> Don't lie though. Don't tell them I can speak Icelandic because I can't. Well, by then you'll already learned a few words. Is there an Australian embassy in Iceland? I don't think so. No? Maybe I could be the first Australian ambassador to Iceland. We have uh, one person here who is an Icelandic ambassador. How do you say that? Ambassador. Uh, yeah. One woman here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's anything you want to add? No. You're just going to conquer the world world and save us. Yes. Thank you, Mitz. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you for having me. This is Una from uok.com.au. Remember to subscribe and follow and all of that. Bye-bye.